This episode of Vitality Radio is an exciting one because I just met my next guest at a trade show that I've mentioned, uh, actually, I think on my last episode, uh, the Soho Trade Show down in Florida that I love to go to because, well, it's an awesome show and it's in Florida in December. So, you know, why wouldn't I want to go down there during that time? But I didn't know who this individual was. Uh, and I just happened to see a uh, bottle of fire cider. And if you don't know what fire cider is, then you have not lived. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about fire cider and uh, why I was interested in seeking out this particular booth. And then uh, finding out that I found a really amazing individual at this booth that has not only some amazing products, but a really wonderful story and is doing good things in this world to help you become more educated, more independent when it comes to taking care of your health and your family's health. Today on Vitality Radio, I'd like to welcome Haley Manis to the show. She is a, an herbalist and the founder of Roots and Leaves and something brand new launching next year called the Crunchy Club. Haley, welcome to Vitality Radio. Thank you so much for having me, Jared. It's wonderful to be here. I'm excited to have you. As I mentioned there just in the preamble a little bit, uh, I think that you you have a lot to offer uh, to the people listening to this show. Uh, it's funny, you you know, I mentioned to you that I have a, a little following online on Facebook and Instagram and, of course, through the podcast, which is where most people know about me. And I happened to mention that I have lots of crunchy moms that uh, listen to this show. And you said, oh, my gosh, well, I have something they'd be interested in. Uh, so uh, I'm excited to talk about that. But first, let's get into a little bit of your history and maybe how you became a crunchy mom yourself, what that even means to you. Um, tell us about yourself. Absolutely. So becoming an herbalist was a very big life and career change for me. So I worked in corporate America for 15 years as a human resources business partner, worked my way up the corporate ladder, got my master's in business, my MBA. And the whole time I was doing this, I was chronically sick with debilitating fatigue, daily headaches, flu-like symptoms that would come and go. And it started my senior year of high school when I was 18, and it was a daily battle. Um, I went to doctor after doctor, as you know, you can imagine, spent so much money, thousands of dollars, MRIs, all the things to be told. It was basically just in my head. And here, take an antidepressant. You're probably just depressed. Typical story, right? Um, obviously, I wasn't depressed. I was very ill. And so I kind of just continued that way for almost 15 years, just thinking I was a little bit crazy and maybe a hypochondriac, I'm not really sure, and continued to work. But once I had my first baby um, at the age of 34 is really when the rubber met the road for me. And I just put my foot down and said, enough is enough. Um, I went to an MD that was a specialist. She was kind of the type of person that you would go to when everything else had failed you. And she also happened to be an herbalist. So she is the, was the first one to ever run a Lyme and mold panel on me. Out, out of all those doctors that I'd been to all those years, no one ever ran a Lyme panel. Came off, off the charts positive. I had um, a co-infection of Lyme as well. And 
um, mold off the charts. I also had um, a parasitic infection. So I finally had answers. I was so grateful for that. And she introduced me to the world of herbs. She told me that the Lyme had been in my body for so long that it was way past any conventional treatment that could be done, you know, antibiotics, things of that nature. And so she is the one that told me and taught me about making herbal tinctures and how I can use elderberry to support my body and boost my immune system and that our bodies were created to heal if we gave it everything that it needed to do so. So that's what I did. I dove head first and I began to make all of these concoctions at home and ended up quitting my corporate job and pursued herbalism full time. And then eventually it turned into a business. And I want to make sure that we're clear on what you said right at the beginning. You went to what type of a doctor? You said ND, like naturopath, not MD. Is that right? She was actually an MD. So well, she, she was a regular MD or not was, a regular MD, obviously. Yeah, exactly. She was an MD that focused on holistic remedies and holistic ways of treating things. I mean, if she had to use antibiotics, she would, but she, yeah. So she was an amazing find. Um, and then, like I, like I mentioned, she was also an herbalist and is the one that, that started teaching me about using natural things to heal my body. And it kind of blew my mind. Honestly, I had never, ever been taught to use herbs. I never considered it. It's one of those things you don't know you that you don't know. <laughs> and then it, when it became my last choice, and that's when it really changed my life. Yeah, it's funny too. You know, I've interviewed so many people over the years on Vitality Radio. I've done this show for nearly 15 years now. And one of the things that never ceases to amaze me, I guess, is how people come to become health nuts or crunchy moms or whatever you want to call us. And I am sort of on the outside looking into that club because my parents were already there when I was born. So I was born in that environment. But most people that I've, maybe not most, but a high percentage of people, especially people that end up getting into the kind of entrepreneurship of, of natural health, uh, seem to get there through a very similar route that you took where they become so sick and frankly so tired and fed up with the established medical system that they finally say, you know what, I got to take matters into my own hands one way or the other and then start figuring stuff out. And oftentimes I think it comes through the guidance of someone who's already in there like your doctor. Uh, sometimes people figure it out listening to shows like this or jumping around online and just digging and digging and digging until they find answers. But thank goodness that we do live in a society now uh, or in a time, I guess we could say, where that information is way more available than it ever used to be uh, mm -hmm. back in the day for sure. And, and, and I'm super happy to hear your story because one of the things that you mentioned, you said lime and mold were two of the big things. And then I think you said parasitic issues as well, right? Yes. So with those three things, what I think one of the things that those three things have in common is that your average MD is generally not looking for any of those. Is that right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. So then if they're not looking for those things and they're looking at all the other things and they don't see anything, then their answer is the answer they gave you, right? Yeah. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with you. Your blood work looks fine. Your blood work looks fine. My <laughs> MRIs looked fine. Um, you know, they're looking for the major tickers, right? Cancer, yeah. you know, big things that they can spot. Um, and I understand that they can only see what they can see. 
I get that. Yeah. At the same time, don't tell the patient they're crazy. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I mean, one of the challenges is, well, maybe the biggest challenge in medicine right now, at least in, uh, you know, allopathic medicine with your uh, typical medical schools and medical doctors, is that they simply aren't taught to look in those places and to look for those things. Um, there aren't, you know, necessarily pharmaceuticals that treat those things particularly effectively. And, uh, you know, let's face it, the medical schools are primarily funded by pharmaceutical companies, and that's their primary bent is to get as many pharmaceuticals sold as possible, which is why here in America, we use more pharmaceuticals than anyone in the world. Yep, absolutely. And it, it you know, to get to the root cause of my issue, it was a much more in-depth process. She wasn't a typical MD. She didn't even take insurance. So it was all out of pocket. And my intake with her was three hours. So, it, you know, it, and most normal uh, doctor's offices, they're just not set up that way to spend that much time with you. No, it's it's a in and out turnstile kind of a situation. I have a doctor here in Utah that is my uh, he's become a good friend of mine now, but he is my personal doctor as well, and he's a naturopathic medical doctor, so he's also able to prescribe and do those things. But same kind of thing, he'll spend an hour with you if you need to spend an hour uh, and explain to you what's going on in your blood test results and you know what all the alternatives are and things like that. And it's so completely different than what most people are used to with their you know, typical doctor experience. So then you also mentioned something. I love the word that you used, concoctions. Uh, let's talk about what one of those concoctions might have been that you found benefit from. Yeah. So the first concoction that I created was she told me specific herbs that she wanted me to be using to boost my immune system and support my body. The big one was elderberry. Um, she wanted me to be using a lot of turmeric, echinacea, astragalus, which is an adaptogenic herb. And so I was kind of making separate tinctures and a lot of separate concoctions uh, all the time to get this um, into my body. And then I decided to just combine them all. And I was like, I have no idea how this is going to taste, but I combined them all. And that is how the elderberry tonic was born. And it is 12 herbs and roots. So it's got all of those herbs and roots in it that I was initially using and still use every single day to support my body's immune functioning. Um, it's got the elderberry echinacea. It's got garlic, which is a natural antibiotic. It's got the turmeric for anti-inflammatory, as we all know. Um, it's just a really strong powerhouse for immune support, anti-inflammatory, antibacterial all the antis. So that was the first kind of concoction that I made. And I truly was making that and drinking it just for myself. And then I happened to be at a store down the street from me. And I was talking to them about how I just quit my job, kind of a little bit of my struggles. And she said, Oh, well, you should sell that elderberry here. And I said, let me find out how to do that legally. <laughs> and that's how it <laughs> began. Really? Yes. Okay. So at, at just a local health food store. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's awesome. That's a great story. Yeah. So your elderberry product is quite different than most of the elderberries I've seen because most of the elderberry syrups out there are, are just elderberry or maybe they have a little zinc in them or a little bit of echinacea or something like that. But, you know, yours has the 12 herbs. Were all 12 of those herbs uh, originally recommended by the doctor or did some of those come about from your own research or how did you come with the recipe? Yeah, I would say probably about eight of them were recommended by the doctor. The other herbs I added in my own research once I became an herbalist. So I use rose hips in it for its high vitamin C content. 
hibiscus because it's good for the heart, but the rose hips and hibiscus also helped me to naturally sweeten the product and kind of cut the bitterness of the elderberry so I didn't have to use as much honey. So that's why the rose hips and hibiscus were added to, um, because honey is good for us, but it's still a sugar. I'm very conscious of, you know, diabetes and our sugar intake and all of that. So um, I really wanted to use as little honey as possible. So that's why some of the other herbs were added. All right. Excellent. So then you, I mean, you made a major shift. You went from corporate America, sick, tired, feeling horrible to now being an entrepreneur selling the things that helped you get out of sick and tired. Mm -hmm. Uh, And what was that like? I mean, what, what spurred that decision? Because that's a pretty significant leap from one to the next. It was, it was a huge life change for me. Basically I had hit a wall. I mean, I could not go one more day in that job and one more day being as miserably sick as I was. I mean, I would keep it together all day at work and I had a 30 minute commute and I would almost every single day break down on the whole drive home because the pain was so bad. My headache was off the charts every single day. Um, the fatigue was just, by the time I got home from work, I could barely brush my teeth. It was like straight to bed, six o'clock. Wow. Yeah, it was bad. So um, I had hit this wall and at the time it was so painful. Um, and now I'm so grateful for that wall because I don't know that I would have ever left the corporate grind, mainstream medical if I hadn't hit that wall. And so um, I hit the wall and it was really interesting because I was telling my husband who is normally so supportive I'm going to quit this job. I can't do it one more day. And he's like, so we moved from Texas to South Carolina for this job. And he's like, we moved all the way here. You know, you got your MBA. You've worked so hard. Excuse me. And I said, I don't care. I can't do it anymore. Not one more day. So I put my two weeks notice in and um, the rest is, is kind of history. I didn't know for sure what I was going to do, but I knew that God was going to provide for me. And it was really, really interesting because as soon as I took that leap, which I think leaps like that speak really powerful (laughs) to the universe, that you're serious and you're ready Mm -hmm. for a change. And so I did that. And that next week I went to that store and was telling them about it. And, um, and then I ended up selling out weekly of the elderberry that I was making and, and yeah, so it was, it was a hugely, a huge change. I went from eating like cream of mushroom soup and cream of chicken and all of my casseroles to cutting everything out that was toxic, processed. Um, I invested in an infrared sauna to detox, which was a, the suggestion of my doctor as well uh, for the mold specifically. So it was a huge life change and it was a process um, that took some time, but I just took it little by little. Interesting. So then what was the, in terms of time, because I know people are going to be curious, those are three, you know, pretty heavy things, particularly lime is, is incredibly challenging for most people. Um, how long did it take for you to really start to, A, to start seeing benefits so that you knew you're on the right track and B, to feel as good as you do now? So let's see, that was five years ago um, when I was first initially diagnosed. So I would say we tackled head on the lime and the mold first. And I, it probably took about, I would say a year before I was like 60 to 70% better. And then I, 
every year it went up a little bit. I got to about, I would say 80%. I was still having some headaches. I was still having some um, fatigue, even up to a year ago, but it was dramatically better. Um, I was able to manage it. But a year ago is when I finally started researching more. That that doctor actually retired <laughs> two years oh, into my okay. journey. Yeah. So then so then I had to start really figuring out everything on my own, which was fine. I'm a researcher and I I love to do that. So the more I researched, I had never ta- tackled the parasite portion because there was a lot I was taking for the Lyme and mold already, and it was overwhelming. Um, and so I thought I'll deal with the parasite issue later. So now I know I probably should have done it opposite. I probably should have done the parasite cleanse first, but so I was, I was 80 to 90% better. And in my research is when I came across the fact that parasites really feed on all of this junk, they feed on the toxins, they feed on the lime and the mold. And so I could never fully get over that hump and truly heal until I did my parasite cleansing. Once I did the parasite cleansing about a year ago is when I went to hundred percent. So it's been about a year. I've had no headaches, fatigue, um, or any of my normal flu-like symptoms that would come and go for about a year now. So I'm, it, it was a journey of tackling each issue one by one. But if I had it to do over again, I would start with the parasite cleanse. All right. I love that. That's um, really uh, useful information, I think. So you said a word that I thought was interesting because I was about ready to use that word in my next question, and that is overwhelm. Uh, one of the things that I find and hear relatively regularly from people who listen to this program is that the when they first start to discover that there's a different path, that there's a path of wellness that doesn't require a bunch of pharmaceuticals and medical procedures and things like that, that people can do this naturally and do it really, really effectively. Um, the problem is, you know, where to start is a big question I get. Uh, it's so much to take in and try and understand because you're saying that there's all these toxic chemicals I need to avoid and there's all these toxic foods that I need to avoid and there's all these nutritious foods that I need to start using and there's these herbs that I can use to help with this, this or that and vitamins and minerals and all that kind of stuff. People, unfortunately, with overwhelm can get to the level of kind of feeling as much fight or flight in the desire to get better and the ability to get better as they do staying sick and in some cases even more. So what? how would you coach somebody uh, who is just starting on this journey, does feel, I'll say for lack of a better term, like crap and needs needs to figure out their path? How do you how do you avoid being overwhelmed? Where do you start? What would you recommend? So that is why I'm creating the Crunchy Club. Um, for that very reason to lock arms with people that are feeling overwhelmed. So we, um, I see it as like a year long journey, to be honest. Um, first you want to tackle your gut health and then you want to detox. You want to make sure that your drainage pathways are open so that when you start killing these organisms and you start releasing these toxins, that your body can actually rid them of it. If your drainage pathways are not open, then it's just going to keep circulating in your body. And it's going to, that's where you're going to have all those Herx reactions and feel really crappy when things start to die. So I would say 
you know, obviously diet is key. So starting with just cutting out what you can that is that you know is not good for your body, whether it's the the cokes that you're drinking or in my case, the cream of mushroom soup that I was putting in all my casseroles because that's how I was raised, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of started tackling it that way. But I would say cleaning up your diet, number one, is important. And then making sure your drainage pathways are open and that somehow you're getting a sweat in every day. So whether that's, even if it's as simple as a hot bath, just getting those those toxins coming out. And then there are specific ways to open your drainage pathways, which is a much more detailed, complicated conversation. But, sure, you know, in the Crunchy Club, my, my main focus is to, to help reduce that overwhelm so that you don't feel so alone. And we take it step by step and we know it's a journey. We don't expect overnight results, right? And we have to have that mindset going in that every single little shift that we make does make a difference. So since we're here on the Crunchy Club, and and frankly, I know very little about it, you sent me a little bit of information and invited me to, you know, invite my listeners and potentially uh, participate in the Crunchy Club to some degree as well. Uh, But I don't, I think I have an idea, but what does this club look like for someone who joins? Give us uh, sort of a basic rundown of that. Yeah, so they, um, it's a monthly membership where every single month I am deep diving into a specific health topic to help reduce overwhelm. So for example, January is going to be all things gut health. It's going to be um, lots of recipes on how to heal your, your gut. Most of us have leaky gut if we've taken more than a couple rounds of antibiotics, and most of us have. So leaky gut is, is a huge contributor to um, all, all kinds of issues, which I know you've talked about before. So we're going to deep dive into leaky gut. We're going to deep dive in, and I'm going to hold their hands on recipes and things that they should cut out and things that they should consider, but nothing restrictive. You know, I like to keep it flexible and doable. And then February is going to be all things immune support and how to really start supporting your body, um, with specific, um, herbs and there's going to going to be a lengthy herbal resource and a searchable document where they can search and say, okay, my kid's got a sore throat. How do I treat that naturally? Um, without having to go to Google because Google's great, but there's a lot of conflicting information out there. And also there's a lot of censorship these days. So what used to be readily available to me five years ago for like, how do I treat these things naturally? You'll notice that all of those start to get lower and lower on the Google page. And sometimes you can't even find them till the third or fourth page of the Google search because they're just getting more censored. So I have been literally compiling this information for over 10 years. And since I've been sick, I was an avid researcher even before I found that MD and I started saving everything I would find. And it, it was a resource for me and my family because my brain can't remember everything. So I would go to my, this Google document that I created. And so, you know, if I've, I've treated UTIs naturally, I've treated ear infections naturally, uh, strep throat, all of that. So it's going to be a lengthy resource for that. And then, like I said, every month's a different topic. So March is going to be detox and how to detox your body. We're going to have monthly guest experts if they're part of the tier where they have the community. Um, and they're going to, they're just uh, experts in their field on how to treat these things naturally, how to do lymphatic drainage on yourself, because that's huge for like COVID long haul. And so, yeah, it's just a deep dive monthly guide 
on, on how to start breaking down a holistic lifestyle without the overwhelm. Yeah, I love that. That's great. I know there's a lot of people looking for that kind of thing. And one of the challenges is trying to figure out how to kind of find a trusted resource, because what I find a lot within my community of listeners is that they listen to me and they listen to this guy and this lady and this person and that person. And it and, and it's not always uh, you know, there's some conflicting information, even amongst people who are trying to do it naturally, you know, differing of opinions. And, and frankly, there isn't one way to do this, right? There's a lot of different ways, which I imagine is why you've decided to bring experts in besides just yourself to give, you know, different perspective, different expertise that perhaps you don't have yourself. One of the reasons I love this show is because routinely, even though I've been doing this quite literally just about my entire life, I learn something pretty much every time I interview somebody on the show that I didn't already know. There's just no end to the well of knowledge and information that's out there. But what I love about what you're doing is that you are trying to do as much as you can to put it all in one place and make it easily accessible. I'm very excited about it myself, and I, I anticipate recommending it a lot uh, based on you know the conversations that we've had. Let's talk a little bit about back. Let's go back to concoctions because we sort of breezed through that a little bit past the elderberry. One of the things that I thought was really cool when I was visiting with you at the booth is that you have this elderberry syrup, which is prepared. Uh, you've made it. It's bottled. It's ready to go. And if you want convenience, you got it. But you also have something that's really convenient, too, but it requires a little bit of DIY. And that is your elderberry DIY kit. Uh, which we've brought into you know both of those into Vitality Nutrition. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever because it provides two things in my view. And I'll be really curious to understand what, what your idea behind it was. One is it's much more economical, right? You're not shipping glass bottles full of liquid all over the country and you're not having to go through the process of actually manufacturing the product. But also it gives people, I think, a little bit more empowerment saying, hey, you know what, I can do a lot of this stuff on my own. I don't necessarily have to rely on somebody else for all the things. So talk to us about that DIY kit and kind of why that was born. Absolutely. So I completely agree with your two points. That was definitely at the forefront of my mind when I was creating the Elderberry Do-It-Yourself kit. One, I also wanted people to put on their herbalism hat and have fun with it. It makes your whole house smell good mm -hmm. when you're cooking it. It gets your kids involved. You know, it's a fun way to do that together as a family. And also I was getting feedback from customers that they loved the elderberry tonic, but they had five kids and they were going through a bottle a week and that just wasn't affordable to them. So what I yeah. loved about the dry kit is it gives them more product. So when you make the elderberry dry kit, it makes 32 ounces. It makes a quart of the elderberry tonic. When you buy the elderberry tonic pre-made, it's 16 ounces. So it makes double. So it's a much more affordable option for a large family or people who are on a budget. And I personally want natural remedies and herbalism to be affordable for everyone. You shouldn't have to you know, be on the wealthier side of life to heal naturally. So that is a big reason why I created the dry kit. And then also I had a lot of vegan customers that couldn't take the elderberry tonic. And so that is why I created the elderberry dry kit so that they can use maple syrup instead of, um, you know, 
the honey or whatever it is that they want to sweeten it. Or if they are keto or they are hardcore diabetic, even though my my elderberry tonic that's pre-made is lower in honey, um, still some people are very, very sensitive to any sort of sweetener. So they can use monk fruit or or stevia or whatever they want, want to use. So it's a multifaceted reasoning behind the product, but yeah, it's to equip people and, um, and give them more options. I think it's the coolest thing. And you just sparked an idea in my head. I'm going to have a lot of time with my kids during the Christmas break. And uh, I will be making some elderberry syrup with them uh, here in the next couple of days. So thanks for the idea. Always looking for fun and new things to do with them. So that'll, that'll be a good time. Um, okay, so then you've got the the elderberry. I think uh, people have a, a pretty good idea uh, about elderberry. Uh, you know, some of the research that's been on elderberry that I've talked about on the show multiple times is how it can you know reduce the duration of flu by as much as fifty percent, according to some of the research. And that's just elderberry on its own. I just did a show a few weeks ago on the power of garlic and how incredible that food is as a medicine. And then, of course, you mentioned, you know, 10 other ingredients that are in that. We don't have enough time to go through all of those. But let's talk about fire cider, because I love fire cider to the point where the last thing I did before the show ended on Sunday uh, a couple weekends ago was say, hey, I need you to get me just enough of this fire cider to last me the rest of this trip, which you were very gracious and gave me that. And I love this stuff. So tell me about fire cider. Uh, why? Uh, you know, how you came to it, why you decided to make your own, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So fire cider has been on my radar for several years. Um, I, I stumbled across it whenever I was trying to heal my leaky gut. And obviously the raw apple cider vinegar is really good for that. It's really good for, you know, indigestion, acid reflux, building up your hydrochloric acid naturally. And so a lot of people do that with just plain apple cider vinegar, which is fine and great. And I did that for for several years too, but why not take the plain raw apple cider vinegar and up it with all of the herbs and all of the extra, uh, the turmeric and the black pepper and the it has garlic in it as well and ginger and rosemary. And so um, it's basically like, like taking the the plain apple cider vinegar with a lot of extra benefits. So um, it's going to help support your gut health. It's going to help support your immune system because of the herbs that are in there as well. And then it's got a little bit of raw honey too, but basically I am addicted to it. I drink it in my water all day long, every day. <laughs> and it's like I can't drink plain water now. It's 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 not a problem. I love it. But um, yeah, so it's been fun. It's my newest product. I just launched it a month ago. It took me about eight months to formulate the specific flavor that I wanted and the you know the specific herbs and the benefits um, that I wanted to incorporate in it. And I'm just super excited that it's out there now. Well, fire cider is incredibly powerful on its own, right? You sip it straight out of the bottle. It, it's got a kick that's akin to probably just about anything yep. as strong as you can imagine putting in your mouth. And I like it. I mean, I love, I grew up on apple cider vinegar. I love vinegar. I, it doesn't bother me a bit. I like that hit. But I like that you mentioned that you drink it in your water. So for people that are a little bit more, uh, I'm not sure if I want something that strong, how do you do it? Do you dilute like a, a tablespoon or two in a bunch of water or what do you do? Yeah. So I have like a big stainless steel 32 ounce bottle that I fill with water every morning. And I probably put about two, two tablespoons in there. And then I just kind of drink on that all day um, is how I personally do it. But if I'm 
feeling like I'm coming down with something, you will catch me taking a straight shot of it every couple of hours too. Um, Because I don't mind the taste either. I like the kick because of the chili pepper and the horseradish that's in there. When you've got like clogged sinuses or sinus congestion and you take that straight, it's going to help, help open up some stuff. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's amazing stuff. And if you, if you can, uh, you know, get used to the intensity, phenomenal for that, but also, yeah, I mean the gut health benefits and everything else from just sipping on it daily. It's another idea you've given me. I've never actually used fire cider like that. I've only ever just had it straight, but I'm going to start diluting it and sipping it through the day. I love that idea. You will never go back to plain water. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, yeah. for me, I'm sure that's probably true because I love the flavor of that, of everything that's in there. And and yours is excellent. I have tried many fire ciders and yours is very, very good. So I appreciate that. Thank you. All right. So you've got a couple other products that I want to hit before we I let you go. You made a first aid salve that uh, people can use, a topical first aid ointment. Tell us a little bit about that. So that product, like all of my other products, was created as a need within my own family. So when my daughter was, I don't remember how old she was, she was still in diapers and she got a really bad um, chemical burn and from a diaper, I don't really know what happened, but the, the set that the doctors was giving me was not working on it. So I threw the kitchen sink and into this product and created it for her to heal that diaper rash. She also had eczema when she was a baby. And so this, it's got raw Manuka honey. So by the time we, we, we melt everything and mix everything, we let it completely cool before we add the raw Manuka honey. So it's never heated. So it keeps all the beneficial properties. So the active ingredients are raw Manuka honey, black seed oil, neem and hemp oil. And then I also infuse it with herbs, calendula, plantain, and comfrey, which are all extremely healing to the skin. And so all of that is thrown together into this concoction that is amazing for all things skin. So it doesn't matter if it's a diaper rash. We use it when we get cuts. We put it on the cut, throw a Band-Aid on top. You know, I grew up using Neosporin, but we use that in place as like it's, it's a powerful antibacterial and antimicrobial. So we use it for sunburns. We use it on acne. We use it on everything. And it is, it's amazing. Awesome. I love it. And then you also came up with a magnesium body butter. Now, you don't have to listen to Vitality Radio very often to hear me talk about magnesium because it probably comes up about every third show. <laughs> One of my very favorite things. Uh, the magnesium body butter is a little different, though. I've seen magnesium oil. I've seen magnesium flakes and crystals, uh, magnesium lotion. Uh, tell us a little bit about the body butter and why you decided to make it the way you did. Yeah. So again, my daughter, when she was little, I knew the importance of magnesium. I know how much we need it for our body to function properly. And I wanted to use clean magnesium on, on her. So I tried the magnesium gel. I tried the magnesium spray and she was like, heck no, with that burning residue that it leaves on your skin. Mm -hmm. And it, it's just a funny feeling. And she was not having it. So I, I was, I was already making body butter for our family. We don't buy lotion or anything like that. I make it ourselves myself. And I thought, well, why can't I just, you know, put magnesium oil in here and and mix it together. It ended up being much more complicated than that, but I made it work. It again was months and months of a process to get that to actually mix well and not separate. And, um, and so that's why it was created so that when you put it on your skin, you absorb the magnesium into your bloodstream within 60 seconds, you know, it bypasses the digestive system. So you're able to fully absorb everything that your body needs. The beautiful thing about the butter is it actually hydrates the skin. It doesn't burn, sting, itch, or leave a weird residue. So it's, it's beautiful. 
Excellent, excellent, and perfect for kids, which, you know, they mm-hmm. can't take the pills and things like that. Absolutely. So, but also great for adults, obviously, as well. One of the things that I love about topical magnesium, especially if you apply it to the feet at night, is it can be phenomenal for sleep, prevention of leg cramps, things like that. Just an awesome all-around health product for sure. All right, so we have just a few minutes left, and I think the thing, as much as all of the supplements that you've come up with are really useful and and I would say pretty universal. That's one of the things I love about your line. There's nobody that wouldn't benefit from having that elderberry syrup on hand at least as needed, if not daily. The fire cider the same way. Um, the the uh, magnesium can be used daily. And of course, the first aid salve for all the things you would use a Neosporin or something like that for, or a diaper rash cream or whatever. Um, I think people are going to be really fascinated with this crunchy club and it's the crunchy dot club is the website the crunchy dot club i didn't know there was such a thing as a dot club so you taught me that uh Uh, and it launches january 9th do i have that right you do okay but people can go there now and sign up for the launch they sure can. They can okay. go ahead and go to the website and sign up. They will have access to the dashboard, a welcome video from me, and then on January 9th, it will go live. And then you are uh, offering my listeners a little something special, I believe, for, for Christmas, or we'll, we'll say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So your listeners, when they use your code VITALITY, when they go to the checkout screen, they will get 10% off their order. No matter what tier they choose, they will get 10% off. Okay, excellent. And so let's talk a little bit more, if you don't mind, because we do have a few minutes left. And I really want to spell this out for people the best that we can, because I think I have a pretty good feel for a lot of my listeners. One of the things that I did that I should have done 10 years ago or 15 years ago that I finally did this year is start a Vitality Radio listeners community. I have a little listeners community on Facebook. If you're not already a member of that community, please join. And uh, I'll invite you to join as well, Haley, so you can get in on some of the conversations. But the cool thing about this membership uh, in the in the listener community, besides the fact that it's free, uh, is that you've got a whole bunch of people that are you know largely like-minded that are sharing ideas uh, on you know what to do for this and what to do for that, and you know what was my personal experience with this or that. Uh, we do a lot of trivia stuff and and free uh, you know giveaways and things like that. It's a lot of fun. But the thing that's been great for me and and I don't think I realized how good this was going to be and how value it was going valuable it was going to be for me because I thought I was doing it mostly for people who joined. Uh, is that I've gotten amazing feedback from people and gotten a much better feel for the types of people who listen to this show and what they're looking for. And I'm telling you right now, Haley, a lot of people listening right now are like, well, that Crunchy Club sounds really cool. Tell me more. So I want to learn a little bit more about it. When you say you're going to have experts, are, is that going to be, are they going to be blogs? Are they going to be videos? What's your plan with that? And what's this, you know, tell us a little bit more about what you're seeing. And I know this is brand new, so I anticipate you and you expect to kind of play with it as it goes and, and improve on it as it goes and things like that. Yes, absolutely. So, um This is definitely um, the pricing that people will see for the Crunchy Club right now is founders members pricing because this is a beta program. I've never done a program like this, and that's why there might be a few bugs, but that's why they're getting a little bit cheaper pricing. But so every month with the guest experts that are going to come on, we're going to have a live. So within the community, 
they will come on probably for about an hour and they're going to just tell us whatever their topic is about in a live call. And if for some reason they can't make the live call, it will be recorded and saved within the community. Then awesome. once a month, we will also have a live Q&A where they can come and talk to the expert and say, well, what do you think about this? And, you know, I tried this. Now, obviously, I have to give the disclaimer that they won't because they're not their specific client. They're not going to be able to diagnose, treat, or cure. But we will have the, um, the monthly guest expert give their talk and then also have a Q&A as well. And all of it will be recorded and held in the community. I assume your first expert will probably be like Dr. Fauci and then maybe Bill Gates, those kind of people. <laughs> maybe next year. Sorry, I couldn't. He's I not couldn't too interested it. yet. No. <clears throat> Quote, unquote, expert, right? I know, right? Um, yes. Yeah. So so we're talking actual experts that actually can help you with your health, not propagandists, I imagine, uh, based on my conversations with Haley. She and I align in many ways that way. <laughs> Well, this is this sounds really, really cool. Yeah. I'm excited to align with you. You know, what you and I are doing is just two different versions of the same thing, trying to get as much education out there as we possibly can to people who really want to take health into their own hands. One of the things that I, I say on a regular basis, and you are a you know, you're a picture of this, you 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 your life seems to describe exactly what I'm talking about, is that in America in particular, it seems that we've decided as a society to hand our health over to someone in a white coat uh, and not take uh, charge of our own health and feel like maybe we're not even capable of taking charge of our own health because we don't have a medical degree. But I will say that within us, we all have all of the all of the ability, I think is probably the best way, if not the knowledge and know-how, to do exactly what we need to do to take care of ourselves, to take care of our children, our grandchildren. We can do most of this on our own. Now, if we're in a you know massive car accident, yeah, rush me to the emergency room and let's get some stuff fixed. But for most of the things that come up in our lives, we don't necessarily need to rely on any kind of an expert. We can educate ourselves. We can do this on our own. But the key more than anything else, I think, is belief in self, believing that we actually can do it, and then just digging in and finding the knowledge so that we know exactly how to do it. And there's a lot of trial and error finding this stuff, figuring it out. I'm sure your fire cider and your magnesium salve and your elderberry syrup didn't they weren't great the first time you made them. Uh, it, I, is that safe to say? <laughs> oh, 100%. Right. Yeah, and no. so, it took lots of trial and error. But the cool thing about trial and error with natural things is that the error doesn't hurt too much, right? We're not going to create all these massive side effects and problems. Right. We can play around with this stuff a little bit and figure it out. And I love what you're doing because once you figure it out on your own, then I think it behooves all of us to share it with those uh, that are wanting to learn as well, because you found your MD that was able to help you on the path, and now you're paying it forward by helping others. And, and I appreciate what you're doing, Haley. I really felt a connection with you right from the start when we met there at Soho, and it wasn't a business thing. It was a shared purpose thing, and, and I love that about you. So thank you for sharing your time with us on Vitality Radio, your expertise, and I just want to ask you if there's anything else you want to share with our listeners before we sign off. Yeah, well, thank you so much, and likewise, when I met you, I felt the same way. 
Um, the only thing I want to add is that everything that you just said, um, empowering people to know that they have everything that they need to heal within themselves and that in the earth, right? We've been given everything that we need is the message behind the Crunchy Club um, and Roots and Leaves as well. Roots and Leaves is physical products. And um, it was one of the reasons that the Crunchy Club was born because people were constantly reaching out to me, asking me how to heal other things that wasn't in my product line. Like for example, UTI, how do I treat this naturally? And, and I was spending a lot of my days trying to help these people. Um, and so that's why it was born. But the, the message behind the Crunchy Club is you can do this and it doesn't have to be as lonely as it was for me. So, you know, I had that MD for a little while I had her for a little while. And then um, once she retired, it was really on me to figure it out. And at that time, I wasn't running in a holistic crowd. I didn't have any friends that knew what the heck I was talking about. And there was lots of tears. There was lots of late nights. There was lots of overwhelm. There was lots of fear. And I just don't want anyone to have to feel that. Honestly, the holistic journey is a journey. It's a lifelong journey. Like you mentioned early, it's like earlier you're learn you learn something new every single day. It's like an onion that you're just constantly peeling and there's just no need to do it alone. We can, we can do it together and we can cut that overwhelm and empower each other and, you know, to be our own best doctor. That's the motto of the crunchy club, be your own best doctor. Well, and it's a beautiful journey. That's the thing about it. I think it doesn't need to be lonely, like you said, and it is beautiful because as you move along the road to finding your best options for your health and being your own best doctor, you learn and you grow and you're able to not just help yourself, but help those who you love and care about as well. And the more you do, the more empowered you feel and the more on top of life and on top of your health you feel. And it's really cool to have your own answers, to not feel like you're lost and saying, I don't know where to turn next to try and figure out what the heck's going on in my body. So right. I love the message. Uh, so let's just re review really quickly because we have just a minute or so left. Roots and Leaves is the brand. If you're interested in the products, the Fire Cider, the Magnesium Body Butter, the First Aid Salve, the Elderberry Kit, which is the one I'm going to make with my kids here in the next couple of days, or the Elderberry Syrup. We do have all of those at Vitality Nutrition and on VitalityNutrition.com. So those are available for you there. Uh, if you're interested in the Crunchy Club, then you want to go to the Crunchy dot club. I thought it was the crunchyclub.com, but it's the crunchy.club. We will have a link for that in the show description, no matter what podcast app you're listening on. Uh, it'll be uh, in the show description, the crunchy.club. And if you use the code vitality, you'll get 10% off of any membership level. Do I have all that right? You sure do. You nailed it. Awesome. Awesome. Haley, it's been an absolute pleasure. I really look forward to many more conversations on and off the air with you and, uh, you know, learning more from the wisdom that you've, uh, you've come across over your healing journey and sharing it with the people who listen to this show. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful Merry Christmas. And uh, thanks for joining me here on Vitality Radio. Thank you so much for having me, Jared. It was an honor. been listening to the vitality radio podcast enjoy your week in the meantime jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it vitality radio is researched and written by jared st Clair. our awesome music is by brian bob young 
Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. The FDA has not evaluated this podcast. This podcast is provided with the understanding that information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for care by a medical professional. Thank you.